0: Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in Corporation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well,
1: good afternoon, the Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. Let's pray for souls. Father, we want everyone to go to heaven. So we're agreeing together our faith, crying out for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma and Arkansas, their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now in the future and their family members, all grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members, all great-grandchildren they have now in the future and their family members. By faith, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict every person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, reveals yourself to every person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood, Revelation and understand that by your stripes we were healed, would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And they would repent of their sins, receive you, Lord Jesus as a Savior, and Lord being gloriously born again from above. And you Father, you'd get every person to a good Bible believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water. They would receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Every Christian would become a true disciple of Jesus Christ, or crying out for every demon possessed, demonized, and captive person to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And Lord, your people to receive and to walk and find financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we agree in Jesus' name. But also, Father, we love the Jewish people. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray that the blinders and scales will be removed from the hearts and minds of the Jewish people, and they would see Jesus Christ is their Messiah and Savior and Lord, and get born again. And also, Father, we agree with your word. They have eternal uh, covenant right to all the land of Canaan. Give them all that land back to them. Don't let anybody take away. Give them all they're supposed to have. But also, Father, we know according to your word, there's a Psalm 83 war coming up there's the ezekiel 38:39 war and father we know Iran's trying to build a nuclear things to bomb them so father god give them victory in every battle may they take out the, all the nuclear devices in iran and again the psalm 83 psalm 30 ezekiel 38 war may they win victoriously lord jesus and may they know that you did it for them and and you were their helper and we thank you for it now in jesus name But, Father, also, Father, our country is falling apart. This is the day of apostasy, and yet, Lord, you told us to pray. So we're praying, Father, agreeing with you about some terrible, wicked things that are going on. First of all, Father, I pray that you would expose the wickedness of the WEF, the World Economic Forum. People would see that this is the organization that the Antichrist and false prophet are going to arise out of. The one world system government is seen in the book of Revelation and in your word, Lord. And it's, and Father, those who go going for it will take the mark of the beast and they'll die and go to hell. So show that to people, Father, and deliver them from that. And also, Father, the digital currency. Father they're trying to they're trying to roll that out right now Father take that away Lord Father guard our cash Guard the dollar Father God Don't let them do this where they control everything we spend And Father God this is not from you But it's from the evil one So Father send their plans into derision, confusion May they fight among themselves And raise up millions of Christians to take a stand against it And we agree right now there'll be no digital currency until after the rapture of the church. But also, Father God, we know they're already planning another pandemic. Father, they got the bio labs creating it right now, Father God. We come against it, Father. Destroy those labs. Destroy those viruses and pestilences. Don't let them do it again, Father, to us, Father God. We cry out to you, Father. Destroy those plants. Destroy those labs, Father. And don't let them do evil to America or the world again. And, Father, secure our borders. Father, they're intentionally destroying America by letting millions of people come through our our borders. Many of them are foreign soldiers, and, Father, they're being sent to attack us, to bring chaos. Father, the drug traffickers, the pedophiles, those who are being let out of prison to come across our borders to destroy us. Father, stop it, Father. Drive them out of our country, Lord Jesus, whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host. Father, stop this evil against America. And also protect our power grid. Lord, let there be no EMPs. Don't let anybody contaminate our electricity, our water, our oil, our coal. Father God, don't let them take these things out in any way, shape, or form. If they try to do it, whether it be through an angelic host or law enforcement, shut them down, Father protect all our farms in America. May they have great crops and abundance to feed all of America and enough left over to help other countries. Also, Father God, you know there's no justice in America. So, Father, we pray that you, with divinely supernatural, bring forth your justice against Joe Biden and his administration. And in every way they broke the laws, your laws, and the laws of this country, And ignored our Constitution. Bring forth your justice. Do it in such a way that everyone in America would know, Father, that you did it. And the fear of God would fall on America. And people would be afraid to do evil. And Father, we want, and they would run to Jesus and get saved. So, Father, bring forth your justice right now. So, Father, we commit all these things to you in prayer. Oh, yes, Lord, also, Father, don't let them put any of that MRNA material into our food, water, plants, or animals to poison us. And, Father, God, stop those chemtrails in the air. They're trying to poison us from the air, too, Father. It's This has become a culture of death, these globalists, Father God. And, Father, help every person to get saved and be ready for your soon rapture in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Yes, there are just so many things going on that we have to pray against, and but Jesus said this is the way it'd be in the last time, perilous times. Well, so <laughs> you know God's right a hundred percent of the time, but we have nothing to fear. Uh, I love that Isaiah 41.10, God says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will help thee. Yea, I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So God will provide for us. He will protect us. But we need to get everybody into the ark because the rapture is getting ready to come. Remember that seven-year tribulation? Seven seal judgments seven trumpet judgments, seven bowl of wrath judgments. And remember, I believe the one judgment that the Lord has allowed us to put a date on is that trumpet judgment in Revelation chapter 8 with the revelation Tom Horn got of Apophis, which is, again, an asteroid that, uh, that NASA has named. And again, believing that it will hit the earth October 13th, 2029, which should be somewhere close to the middle of the tribulation. And if that is so, if that is so, that would take the beginning of the the tribulation back to 2025, uh, possibly. So Jesus is coming very soon. Israel is ready to build their temple. It's all about the Jewish people. They will be deceived by the Antichrist at first, but then they will see who Jesus is. And remember, when the tribulation happens, it begins with the seven-year peace treaty. The Antichrist comes on the scene, Mr. Wonderful World Leader, and signs that seven-year peace treaty with Israel. So it's getting ready to happen. I pray you're ready. So let's talk and have a method uh, a sal- salvation message today. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1. And you, now he's talking to Christians, has he made alive, okay, well, what's the big deal about that? (laughs) Here it is. Who were dead in trespasses and sins, okay. When you were born, you were born physically alive. You have a spirit, soul, and body. But because of the fall, because of Adam and Eve's sin, Your spirit man is dead. You're spiritually dead. You're physically alive. Your soul's alive, but your spirit man is dead. Now, he said, talking to Christians, when you really get saved, born again, that miracle, repenting of your sins and receiving Jesus, you all of a sudden then become alive spiritually Literally, the Holy Spirit regenerates your spirit, man. The Holy Spirit comes to live in your spirit, man. Yes, as well as Jesus comes to live in you. And now you not only know God, you have God living in you. And now you can live the Christian life because you have Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit, and you're spiritually alive. You need to understand that, okay? And you hath He made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. In which in times past, that means before you got saved. Okay? We all have a life before we got saved. Now, if you're a person that got saved when you're six or seven, that's not much of an evil life you had before you got saved. But if you get saved to your teenage years or even later, you have a history of doing a lot of wicked, evil things. And I don't need to tell you about that. You have your own list. So in, in which in times past you walked when you were unsaved before you got born again. Notice how did you live according to God? You walked according to the course of this world, this world system, according to the prince of the power of the air. That's the devil. Yes, the devil was leading you around by the nose. Did you figure that out? That's why you had so much trouble. That's why those wicked plans didn't work out. The devil was leading you around. The spirit, not the Holy Spirit, devil spirits, that now worketh in the sons of disobedience. In other words, the people who aren't saved, Satan is, in a sense, their God, and he's leading them around according to this fallen world system, okay? Among, verse three, also we all had our manner of life in times past, okay? We used to be heathen too, and some of us were pretty professional heathen. No stories today. Among whom we also had our manner of life in times past, in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh of the mind, which means we did whatever we wanted to do, okay, independent of God, because we didn't know God, and were by nature, just by being born into this world, because of the fallen nature, because of the fall, were by nature the children of wrath, even its others." Okay, so we run to the wrath of God. God's holy, can't stand sin. We got sin in us. So that's a real problem. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus who died for our sins and rose again and literally became sin for us. Now we get to get into the good part. But God, who is rich in mercy... We talked even uh, last week about healing mercies and deliverance mercies. Well, the first mercy you get is being saved. The Lord Jesus forgiven you for all your sins. Is that not wonderful? To be remembered no more against you, giving you eternal life, declaring you righteous, delivering you from the penalty and power of sin. Now, healing and deliverance is a part of your right and part of your portion as a born-again believer. You've received mercy. God is rich in mercy. And even as Christians, and Christians sin, they mess up too, okay? Because we do battle the flesh, the world, and the devil, even as Christians. And sometimes we listen to the devil. Sometimes we get deceived, and we have to repent. Okay, and we have to receive more mercy. But thank God it's available. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, I love that, great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in sins. He loved us when we were rotten to the core before we knew him. And he was using people to get us saved. And I pray you are saved even when we were dead in sins, has made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. Verse 6. Now, verse 6 is a verse that if, you have, if you're in a good church and have good theology, you understand that really when you encounter Jesus, and remember, no one's saved who doesn't encounter Jesus You do business with Jesus, or you're not saved. You do business with the Holy Spirit, or you're not born again from above. Okay? Get that picture. It's a real relationship. It's not, I hope so. No, the Holy Spirit's convicting you. Jesus has made himself real to you, and you say yes to him. Okay? Oh, but I'm a good person. You'll die in rotten hell because you're not a good person. There are no good people outside of those who have been forgiven from their sins because they were as rotten as you are, okay, because of our sin nature. Do you understand that? Because of the fall, all right. But notice the exalted position just by getting saved what God has done for you. And it'll take some time to really to begin to learn and appreciate this truth. And I don't think we ever probably know the depths of what we're going to read right here in verse 6. And hath, it's already happened, and hath raised us up, those who are saved, those who are Christians, together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, if you have good theology, you understand that Jesus died for your sins and rose again And the Bible says in Hebrews 9, Romans 8, Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father. When you really get born again, encounter Jesus and receive him, and then have the Holy Spirit regenerate you, okay? You are immediately spiritually positioned in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I know that's a big thing to try to understand. But Jesus has put you with him, seated with him, positionally in heavenly places now. You don't work for it. You learn more how to access that position you've been put in as you grow. That's true. But he put you there. You didn't put yourself there. He put you there just when you got born again. Your position with Jesus in the heavenly places right now. And that messes up a lot of. Well, you'll just have to see what happens when you die. You really can't know for sure you're saved and going to heaven. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You should know immediately right now, I'm going to heaven. My sins have been washed in the blood of Jesus. I love and serve Jesus, and Jesus says, I'm seated with him now in heavenly places, right now. Not a wait and see, now. You need to have assurance that you are saved, you are in Christ, and you're positioned with him, and learn how to operate. Out of that position spiritual position he has placed you in okay verse 7 that in the ages to come oh this is great okay not just now but in the ages to come over the next thousand hundred thousand years okay <laughs> in the ages to come he might show that's to us who are saved the exceeding riches of His grace and His kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. So this grace and goodness of God lasts now and for thousands of years, millions of years. He's going to continue to show His kindness with uh, to us forever and ever. Why would you not want to love and serve Jesus and get saved? There is no better deal anywhere. It's either Jesus in heaven or the devil in hell. No other choice. And then this wonderful truth, verse 8. For by grace, God's unmerited favor, you don't deserve it. No one deserves to be saved. No one. Okay. For by grace are you saved. That means getting born again, becoming a Christian through faith. Okay. Faith in Jesus. Jesus Christ. Remember what Jesus said real quick? John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That means eternal life. No man, that means no person, cometh to Father. Father God, how? But by me. You don't get to Father God except you come to Jesus first. So you're not a child of God until you're born again. You're a child of the devil. Do you got it? You're not born again. Your sins haven't been washed away. So you need to get saved real bad if you're not. And know you're saved. Know you're forgiven. Know who you are in Jesus. Okay, let's go back. For by grace are you saved through faith, faith in Jesus, and that not of yourselves. You can't work your way to heaven. See, the cults and isms and false religions think, if you'll read our literature, do what we tell you to do, you'll get to heaven. Well, that's always a pathway to hell, but that's false religions. Remember, it was the Pharisees and Sadducees that gave Jesus such a hard time. You see, see, it's not just heathen go to hell, all religious people go to hell. Only Christians, born again ones, go to heaven. But there's tons of religious people that talk about a God they don't even know and don't have a relationship with. That's kind of the deceiving thing to the lot of the heathen. Well, he claims to be a religious person. That doesn't mean he's a Christian. That doesn't mean Jesus lives in him. That doesn't mean his body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Not unless he's genuinely as Jesus has drawn him and through the power of the Holy Spirit gotten saved and then their life is changed forever when that takes place so it's not just getting dunked in water it's not just reading a bunch of papers and say i agree with that that doesn't get you to heaven no you have to deal do business with jesus through the power of the holy spirit or you're not born again have you done that okay For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. You can't work your way to heaven. And here is something so wonderful. It is the gift of God. God offers it freely to you and I based on what Jesus did for us on the cross. He who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin for us, you and I, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. God knew we couldn't save ourselves because of the fall. We have a fallen nature. We can't save ourselves. But Jesus, who is perfect, who was perfect, who will always be perfect, became the perfect sacrifice, died for us so we could be forgiven. It is a gift of God. And it just doesn't say that here. Remember Romans 6:23? for the wages of sin is death that means to be eternally separated from God in hell if you pay for your sins you will die and go to hell and you will be tormented day and night forever and ever because you refuse the love of God you refuse what God did by sending his son Jesus you said no to God one way to heaven only one way Narrow, very narrow. Oh, you Christians are so narrow. Absolute truth. That is so true. Because God said, Jesus is it. He's the only way. Do you get the picture? Okay. Let's go back. What are we talk about? It is the gift of God. for the, Let me read Romans 6.23 again. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, through a person, not a denomination, not a certain church, not through a certain leader, through a person, Jesus Christ." Jesus Christ is your Savior and Lord. Jesus Christ died for him. And if you're in a legitimate church, they're leading you to put your faith in Jesus and trust wholly in him and him alone for your salvation. Salvation is a person. It's Jesus Christ. It is a gift of God. You see, when you say, well, I'm too poor. I can't afford it. No, no. It's free. Jesus paid a terrible price. Remember the whipping post? Remember the uh, uh, the terrible scourgings he received and what they did to him on the cross? Yeah, he did that for you and me. Yes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. It is the gift of God. You are a mess. You can't clean yourself up. Jesus paid the price. You have to humble yourself, which means you stop being a prideful and arrogant. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I can't save myself. Jesus, I understand you're the one who paid for my sins. Jesus, I want and need you. Yeah, you can get saved that way. Not of works, lest any man should boast. No no braggers in heaven. I'm there only because of what Jesus did for me on the cross and I humbled myself and I came to Jesus and I repented and I asked him with everything within me to be my Savior and Lord. And he said, yes. In fact, he's the one that drew me to him. And that's the same thing true of you. You weren't seeking after God. God was seeking after you. He was chasing you down. Isn't that hard to believe? Why would God love us so much? Because we've done so many wicked, evil things in our life, and yet He wants to save us and have a relationship with us and forgive us, give us eternal life. And then once we get saved, He begins to show us that purpose and plan and destiny He has for us. Is not Jesus wonderful? That's the plan of salvation. Let me just read this to you so you can know I'm just telling the absolute truth. Well, how can I know really how to get saved? Does the Bible just spell it out? Yes, it does. Romans 9 and 10. God says, the Bible says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. That means you're saying Jesus Christ is Lord, he's God. He's the Savior. And shall believe in thine heart. Okay, thine heart means literally your spirit. With everything within you, you believe in your heart. You know it. That God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. In other words, you know that you know that you know that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again. You read in the Bible, you heard it preached, and now, Holy Spirit third person of the Godhead like the wind is blowing on you saying yes this is real yes Jesus is the Savior yes you are a sinner and you need to be saved that's what the Holy Spirit does through the word of God and those who pray for us and teach and preach we hear the word of God and we know it's real beyond a shadow of a doubt and then we say yes that comes to verse 10 here's the order For with the heart, that means with your spirit, man, that's dead. But with your heart now, because God's drawing you, man believeth unto righteousness. That means you have faith in Jesus, and he gives you right standing with him by trusting in Jesus. And with the mouth, here it is, confession is made into salvation. Now, again, what do you do? You repent of your sins because the Holy Spirit has shown you're a sinner and you can't save yourself. And now the Holy Spirit has shown you Jesus is the Savior and Lord. He died for you and you're saying yes to Jesus. Have you done that? If not, pray with me right now. Dear God, I believe it. I know for sure that you died for me, Lord Jesus, and rose again. I know I'm a sinner, and I can't save myself. And I know, Lord Jesus, it's your blood that washes away my sin. So, Jesus, I'm coming to you right now. I cry out to you as a lost sinner. Forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart. Please be my Savior and Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me, Jesus, today. Amen. God bless you.
0: Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in Corporation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCult at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.